You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? We, for lack of a better word, is good. You know what I mean? Money to be made in a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. You're crazy. Don't run when you lose. Don't whine when it hurts. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling, and I can't get up! All right, welcome to Money Never Sleeps, the show where we talk about anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And of course, you've noticed the roller coaster ride that we've been in, uh, you know, as of late, you know, from the run up last year, 2017, to the continued run up in 2018, uh, you know, earlier this year. Uh, we've been seeing a lot of activity on the upside, and now we're going through a slight correction that's in motion right now. And don't panic. Don't freak out. It's healthy. You want it to correct a little bit because it's going to create buying opportunities. You know, the people that can't stomach it, hey, they'll they'll be out, and it'll create opportunities for those that are looking at the, for the long-term benefits of whatever issue they're invested in. Uh, keep in mind... Nothing goes up in a straight line for a long period of time. Uh, this has been the longest run that I've seen in probably ever. And there has to be breathing room allowed for it to settle back and forge forward. Uh, you want that to happen. And this doesn't just hold true for the market as a whole and uh, the market in general. It holds true for individual stocks as well, indiv- individual issues that may have had a good run and then all of a sudden they back off a little bit and it creates opportunities. And again, they settle in and then they have the opportunity to go forward because they may have something else going on. Uh, in six months they may come up, come out with a new product and, and come out with something great that'll just create more value for investors. Keep in mind, when, when I'm talking about longer term, I'm not talking about a trade. I'm talking about an investment where you're sitting in the, uh, the company for a little bit. You know, and again, when stocks come down, you know, is is it always good to average down? Well, it depends. I mean, if you believe in the company and you believe what it's doing and you believe that it has the potential that you initially invested in, then sure, it's a it's a buying opportunity. So you you want to take a look at that. And if you follow me on Twitter, then you'll then you would know that while everyone, most everyone on the street, you know, uh, they were bashing Twitter. Okay, you know, they were, I mean, really, you know, people gave up in the company uh, from from the even before it became public. Um, and they, they were, you know, basically calling and the fat lady is saying before it had its time in the sun. You know, granted, there's been a lot of um, turmoil around the company. But if you take all the noise, all the background noise out of the way and you see the company for what it is, you know, there's value there. I've been saying don't sleep on this company for a long time. Uh, and the reality is this. You know, Twitter has true value. It does. Uh, it, it pioneered mass public SMS. Uh, pure and simple, that's, that's, that's what they actually did. But, you know, it's, it's, it, what they're doing is adding more components to it to make the functionality a lot better. You know, granted, you know, not a lot of people understood what, what, uh, Twitter was about same way a lot of people don't understand what blockchain is about but once you start to learn and understand it becomes easier to work with and you know Twitter you know they're reaching 
uh, a larger audience than most think. And it has, and its potential hasn't even been fully tapped, in my opinion. But it will, and, and I, I believe that you're going to see more of that coming out uh, with the new um, people that should be coming in the company or are there, or there already. And just, just based on the technology and what, what, it's, what it can do uh, to me. Uh, it shows its true value. And the stock has doubled from its lowest point in uh, May of 2017. So not even a full 12 months yet. And that's what it did. Uh, did. That's what it did. Dud is not a word, but that's what it did. Um, and it's, again, and I think that there's a lot more to it. Uh, honestly, this is just the beginning of the ride. And for those that understand what the value of the company's products are to the future of communication, well, they're, they're the ones that are going to benefit tremendously. You have to look a little deeper and understand what they're doing and what they could add to the company. You know, it's not just about, hey, I'm going to send a tweet. It's more than that, what they can do and even what they can do on a private end. Okay, if they add some secure, some security there, some secure measures, they can probably get into something like that, which would be very interesting. They have the foundation for that. That's the beauty of it. They have the foundation, and there's a lot more value that hasn't been tapped, but I'm sure they're going to start doing that now. And, and again, you know, look, for traders, it's been a trading heaven. You know, it stocks going up, down, sideways, and they, they, they were, you know, continuing to, to jump in and out of uh, puts and calls and this and that. And uh, the bottom line is right now with the call volume increasing and becoming more pricey and put action slowing down a little bit for the moment, uh, I think that it's starting to uh, show a direction for for the stock trading-wise. Uh, so lots of opportunity for short and long-term gains, in my opinion. And for full disclosure, I do not personally own Twitter because um, I try not to own the issues that I'm speaking about because, I mean, how, how can anyone see me as being biased if if that's the case? Um, but, uh, you know, my trust has uh, had a long-term position in the company for a while. But, again, that's uh, just for f full disclosure. Uh, now, moving on uh, to the next topic. Listen, <clears throat> I love innovation. I love technology. And without technology, you can't really innovate. So it goes hand in hand. You have to look at the full picture. I feel that uh, AI, artificial intelligence, uh, virtual reality, you know, even with augmented reality, gaming, smart technology, and blockchain technology will be a wave that will last for decades. There's so much more to be done there. And you see that with the companies that are involved in the sectors and what they're doing and there's no question no question that and this is a big thing I want you to listen no question that new homes and buildings will incorporate not only smart technology but also artificial intelligence and in some, in some cases blockchain technology and you're probably thinking okay you know, you get the smart technology smart homes smart buildings yeah artificial intelligence yeah you know you want if you can make your home or your building into a learning machine it's always good but blockchain technology I'm going to tell you why you know if you have I mean if you are utilizing blockchain blockchain technology in and and for certain functions of a, a home 
it gives you a record. Let's say your refrigerator. You can have a record of all the services, all the servicing that the that the, uh, the refrigerator has had from the beginning of time. Okay, and that's something that can be used not you know when you're selling your home or when you have or you're buying your home and you can utilize this stuff. So I believe that that is going to be incorporated into uh into homes. Okay, and with smart cities being pushed further globally, new building in, uh, initiatives, they're, they're going to be demanding, and they're demanding now. They're demanding the demand for smart technology is high, and it's not just in the United States; it's globally. Uh, and we're not we're not, only, we're not only talking about commercial properties; we're talking about residential. We're talking about everything from affordable, mid-range, high-end commercial buildings, smaller buildings, bigger buildings, everything, because that smart city initiative is going to bring everything together. And this is where it gets really interesting. You know, we're talking Jetsons type of stuff, right? You know, we want, you know, this is where we're going. This is stuff that's been thought about. This is stuff that has been laid out. You're doing it from New York to to, to Taipei to everywhere, everywhere in the world. You're going to see this. And it's going to be an interesting journey. No question. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to be what's going to be coming out uh you'll see the growth in this in this area and the innovation will just bring the connectivity for these smart cities uh it'll just be greater and greater as time goes on you know where not only from your energy consumption but your your entertainment and everything else just imagine having the ability to be on a on a wi-fi phone and be able to walk around anywhere and have connectivity. This is what we're talking about. This is part of the future where you can actually be connected all the time. Interesting. Okay, but I, I would keep an eye out for the companies that are involved in smart technology, artificial intelligence, and things of that nature because it's, it's going to be a big thing. It's going to be a really big thing, and I'm going to talk more about it in uh, future episodes of uh, Money Never Sleeps. And if you ever questioned if gaming is a big market. Just look at all the kids around. What are they doing? They're playing video games. This is what they do. Uh, but it's a huge market. And all the ancillary businesses or business that comes, comes with it is interesting. You have a lot of virtual products, you know, skins, things of that nature that have grown into the billions and billions and billions of dollars. And, and it keeps growing. You know, you're talking about virtual products. The profit margins on those are ridiculous. And the profit margins have to be 95%. It's virtual. It's virtual. Okay. You know, just took, t take a look at uh, NVIDIA. All right. They are posting record gains, producing products that will serve the high capacity gaming arena. And it's just the beginning. It's really just the beginning. And some of their products are used for, for mining and everything as far as, uh, you know, uh, the bitcoins of the world are concerned. But that's not where they're, making their that's not where they're making their scratch from it's coming from the gaming all right and with gaming you have i mean it's not just playing video games you're playing with people from all over the world and then you have uh the gambling part of it which is uh, that's that's there it's happening they have they even fill up arenas more than some sports teams for this and i get what esports now is it a sport it's not really a sport, but you know they call it esports. So it's 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 going to be an interesting um, uh, deal 
as time goes on. But I will look at the companies that are involved in that arena because I believe that they're going to do well. Now, blockchain technology. Listen, you hear this all over the place now. You know, you got everything from iced tea companies, iced tea companies and clothing companies or mattress companies. Come on, they're changing their names to incorporate blockchain in it solely, 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 solely to capitalize on the trend because they figured, hey, is blockchain, our stock's going to go up by a zillion percent. Okay, it's a big joke in my opinion. You know, I mean, how do you transition your company from selling a product and in a day, shazam, bing, bat, boom, you're a technology company. Come on, that's crazy. You know, don't don't fall into that trap, people. You know, keep your eyes open. Understand the value that's there. If you have true blockchain technology companies or, tech, you know, people, companies that are actually geared towards that, focus on those companies. You have IBM doing stuff. You have Xerox, you know, I believe they're doing, but IBM is doing something. You know, you have to focus on the companies that this is what they do. And this is all, this is part of what they do. They're tech, not, they're technology companies. They're not selling iced tea and bread on the side. Okay. It doesn't work that way. So, uh, just be, be vigilant as you look towards these companies. And, uh, and talking about crazy. Um, listen, I'm going to be talking more and more about cryptocurrency and blockchain technology for a number of reasons. You know, as I said earlier, I love technology. I'm a tech nerd. Second, blockchain technology and cryptocurrency, they're here to say they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. Okay, you know, just get used to it. Get familiar with it. Do your research and learn. Thirdly, I like to give my spin on cryptocurrency itself and shed some light on the nonsense with ICOs. It is ridiculous already. Ridiculous. Okay, and you have investors... Some of you guys are jumping into these ICOs like it's, it's like the, the last, is the next coming or, or the last opportunity that you're going to have to make a buck. Okay. Everywhere, everywhere you turn, there's some initial coin offering. You see the ads, you go, whether you go on social media, you go to a website, new ICO, new this, we're innovating this industry, that industry, you know, it's baloney. Okay, you have these ICOs that are being launched. They, they don't even have a coin. They don't even have the technology. They don't have anything in place. It's just an idea. And they're raising capital for that. And the bottom line is you have some scams out there. They're taking investors' money. And what are they doing? What are you getting in return? A hello, a thank you? Okay, well, where I come from, if you're raising capital to grow a business, because that's what these these uh, coins, these companies are doing, right? They're raising capital so that they can create this business model. So if you're doing that to grow a business, you're either doing a private placement or an initial public offering, bottom line, okay? You, you can do an exempt private placement, no question, and, and still comply with the Securities and Exchange Commission rules that are in place currently. But ICOs, they're a different breed for whatever reason, for whatever reason, and they should be regulated, not just randomly show up, raise twenty, thirty, fifty million dollars, and then get to work. Okay, how does that work? I mean, I mean, it's ridiculous. And you have, you have the SEC; they're coming down. You have, they're coming down on some of these. And I'm telling you, the ICO market is going to go bye bye because it doesn't make any sense. It's not regulated. You have some exchanges or some like Indiegogo, they're going, they're trying to self-regulate. Great. Happy for you. But at the end of the day, you know, when you have these ICOs that are that are being uh, just put together, 
you know, who's Indiegogo? I mean, what? I mean, are, are they regulated by the SEC? I don't think so. So for them to go and say that they're they're regulating these ICOs on their platform is great. You're you're being you're you're being diligent and not just letting anyone uh, put something on your site. But you know what? I think you know I think there should be more. Uh, there just should be more safety nets in place for investors, and that's what it comes down to. Investors getting uh getting jammed up, and this opens this opens a door. Uh, and it has opened the door to a lot, lots of fraud and investors should be aware of this. You know, even though, you know, you have hedge funds and other financial institutions that are promoting some of these ICOs, don't get rooked in by the hype, you know, cause the, the reality is you can get hurt. You know, look for things of value. I would stay away from the ICOs. Look at what's out there already. You know, you're trying to get in on the ground floor, kind of like with the IPO uh, when the Internet uh, craze went on in the 90s and everyone wanted to get involved in the next IPO and they were hungry for it. This is this is what it is. But the difference is IPOs are regulated, right? Yet you have certain things in, in place to protect investors. Here, there are none. Keep that in mind. And in the world of cryptocurrency, there needs to be an underlying value. Okay, and, that, and I have to stress that underlying value to it. Otherwise, it's, it's potentially worthless. Okay, uh, Bitcoin, undoubtedly the grandmother of them all. When it was created, it was for a purpose. But I'm pretty sure that the purpose has been warped at this point. You may or may not agree with me, but that's the way I see it. Uh, the value of Bitcoin is this distribution and peer-to-peer -peer acceptance. That's it. Okay, plus, 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 the exchanges are now carrying future, futures contracts on it. So that legitimizes Bitcoin and cryptocurrency as a whole. So now you have to pull the veil off and see what the true underlying value of an issue is. Otherwise, you know, you're, what are you looking at? You're looking at the public ledger. You're looking at what the exchanges want you to to see. I mean, I, I mean, you have to look at something more. There has to be an intrinsic uh, intrinsic value to the coin. Uh, without the peer to peer, then any cryptocurrency issued with no real value to it will eventually fall off. And that that's my opinion. That's my view. A uh, Bitcoin and maybe Bitcoin Cash will survive, but more so. Bitcoin, because of its legacy value, will stay in tow. Uh, but that's about it. All these other coins that people are talking about, Litecoin this, and, and, and all these other coins that are out there that are issued, Monero. When I read that Monero website, I was like, oh, my God. You know, that, that right there is a recipe for disaster and, and all types of, uh, of crazy stuff going on. Okay, but, you know, you have to be wary. If you are using any of these for transactional purposes great if you you know but these 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 swings and everything else I, I don't know you know you have to be careful what you can involve with again what issues you can involve with um, and let me just talk about ethereum actually I'm going to talk about a, a, a few other issues that the three issues that I believe that are that have that that intrinsic value that I'm talking about uh, ethereum it has a platform that allows others to create their own blockchains on the network, you know, as well as coins and everything else. I see a, I see an intrinsic value there because they're doing something. They they have an underlying business model of sorts behind it. So there's some value that can 
that can continue to grow. And look, as more users create more blockchains and coins, issue crypt cryptocurrency tokens and, and all that other stuff on their network, then it'll just continue to grow and it'll just con continue. Uh, Ethereum itself will con have continued growth uh, because, look, more and more companies are going to want to utilize blockchain for one thing or another. It's not all about cryptocurrency and tokens. There's more to it, and if they if they if they have everything in place, you know, Ethereum, you know, would, would definitely benefit from that. So I like what they're doing. Uh, Ripple, okay. Again, Ripple has a platform again that that's specific for the banking world that I see. Uh, just like Ethereum, there's value. Uh, they struck a deal with MoneyGram to use their technology to move money globally while cutting costs, and I think that that is a big thing because it it kind of sucks going and sell and sending someone across the globe. You have to send them a couple hundred dollars so they can eat, but meanwhile you're you have to pay 25% in fees for this. I mean, how does that work? You know, I've done that a few times, and when I was overseas, I had it done with me. I'm like, you know, you guys are taking a nice chunk of that money for what? For letting the money come over you paying here paying there and it's like ridiculous so i'm happy that they're doing that and it's showing the value of cryptocurrency uh, or digital a digital payment system is that's more of the word that i like to use here digital payment system and like you know ripple that's what it is a digital payment system so this is a value. It's a company with tons and tons of growth potential and a sound foundation. So I really, really like Ripple for what they're doing as, as well as Ethereum. And I see the future is going to be very bright with them. And I, and, uh, and I think that, um, if more, more issuers of these coins would think about the future, then you'd have more intrinsic value out there. Uh, Pico Novus. That is a platform that is partially asset-backed and allows for coins to be used to invest in companies, used for import-export, real estate transactions, real uh, vehicular purchases, uh, supply purchases, and the list goes on. You know, it's, it's basically uh, it's a big use for business um, transactions. So if you were going to go invest in a company or if you were doing an import-export deal, I mean, you can utilize this and it can work in your favor and it, and it protects both parties because they feature an escrow system that allows coins to be set in escrow until the transaction is completed. And I like it because it serves a purpose because if you do, if you do a transaction, you can, you can put the part of the, um, Whatever the de you know, part of the details, the highlights of the contract within the blockchain. So it's, it's set in stone forever. And it, look, it's partially asset backed, so it makes me comfortable. And, and again, like Ripple, like Ethereum, I like it. And I'm advocating for this one in a big way because I see the future and I see what it can do. You know, so as with, you know, so these are my three top picks here Ethereum, Ripple, Picunovis, and I see a lot of things going on with them uh, in 2018. And I'll be talking a lot about these cryptos over the next few months as more innovation comes about. For investors, listen, just be diligent. Focus on the value and not the hype. Forget about the online ads, the hype emails, the PR blitz, and all that other nonsense that's, that's going on. For, you know, look for the value. If you're going to play in this space, look for the value and, and see the uses. What can, what, what can you do here? What can you do 
with these coins. It has to, there has to be a use. There has to be use. If there's no use, then there's no use for you. And I'll leave off with this. When regulation comes down, and it will, the issues that are prepared for it will survive while the other 99% will fall off. And I'm saying that now. The 99% will fall off. And only the, uh, the, uh, the creme de la creme are going to stay in place. And these are the, the issues that have intrinsic value. Okay. That's it for this episode of Money Never, Never Sleeps. I want to thank you for, for being, uh, for, for sitting there and listening to it and remember to follow me on twitter and you'll hear my random thoughts and uh you know spread the word about the show let other people know and if you have um anything a topic that you want uh us to uh, tackle you know just shoot us out an email we'll take it under consideration and we are ramping up uh, the show now and we want to bring forward value to our listeners so and we're going to wind up having a, a call-in version uh, in the near future as well. So with that said, be safe out there with the bad weather and have an awesome, awesome trading day. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. All opinions expressed by Louis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. The UCW radio show, Louis Velasquez's affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on the radio show or on the website. His statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. No part of his compensation from the UCW radio show is related to the specific opinions he expresses. Please read the full disclaimer on MoneyNeverSleepsRadio.com.